0: What's going on? Welcome to another episode of Millennial Moguls on the Move, the podcast created by millennials for the millennial who received their college degree, walked off stage, got to the bottom of the steps, looked at that piece of paper and said, now what? I am your host, Shireen Hemingway. Before we get into some juicy topics today, how are y'all doing on day 5,693 of COVID-19 quarantine? It's been tough on me. Um, my face is breaking out from the stress of not knowing when this pandemic is going to end. I have been wearing this same messy bun for about three days now. Maybe I'll take it down today. Maybe I won't. Who knows? Um, apparently I'm having a quarantine insomnia, which I didn't think was a thing, but apparently it is. I don't remember the last night I have slept through the night. Um I pretty much get up and watch uh, Top Chef, Master Chef, all the chef shows. I think I'm going to Ramsey at this point in life. Um, anyway, but I'll dig into more of my quarantine struggles throughout the show. What are some things have y'all been doing to stay sane during this time? Um, anyone? I know the politically correct answer would be for me to say that I have been writing nonstop and working on All for Love 2, which is my second published novel. But the truth is, there are some days that I just have to turn off the news, close my laptop, and really just step away from it all. Um, lately, my escape or guilty pleasure has been playing 2K20 on my Xbox One uh, with a glass of McAllen and some 90s R&B playing in the background or playing my piano. I taught myself to play the piano a few years ago. But other than that, that's all your girl got. That's all I can give to y'all. Um, are y'all still working out, drinking your water, and most importantly, minding your business. I'm trying very hard to get back into working out and drinking a gallon of water a day, but it's really been a struggle. Um, I haven't charged my Apple watch in about a month. So I charged it last night to begin counting my steps and calories. I feel like if I'm going to get back into the swing of working out, I need it to count and I need somebody to know I'm working out. So you know how you can share your activity with your friends. That's the only reason I charged my watch so that someone else can hold me accountable for working out. No. Okay, cool. That's just me. Fine. Um, But out of all of that, most importantly, I really have been minding my business hard, y'all. I try to limit myself to a couple hours of social media. Um, If you follow me on social media, you notice that there is a period throughout the day where I post a lot and then I disappear for hours. That's just that's how I work. Um, And then the rest of the day is really just me time. Um, Another thing that has been extremely stressful during this time is the absence of my self-maintenance salon trips. Um, I know we really are in this season of can't go nowhere, but even in my house, like, I want to feel somewhat normal. And right now I don't. Um, I want to get my sexy back. So since... I've been in quarantine. I have been without facials with my esthetician. I have not received a professional massage. <laughs> um, I, haven't, I haven't gotten any mani petties. My eyebrows look like the bushes in front of my house. And so your girl is trying, but it really is. It's a whole struggle. Um, how close are y'all to risking it all and visiting a hair salon or a nail salon or any salon? I'm at about eighty percent considering going. Um, I say I'm gonna wait till June first. I want this first wave of people going out in Corona to see what's gonna happen. But by June first, I'm I'm probably gonna risk it. I don't know yet. I'll, I'll let y'all know when I get there. But um, on a serious note, like y'all stay in the house until they give us the all clear. Hopefully, that's in the next thirty days. Because June first, we're gonna need to talk about it. Cause they're they're opening outside back up. I think Atlanta opened last weekend. But please, y'all, don't sacrifice yourself as patient X. I don't want that to be you. I just don't. And so stay in the house. Let them go out. Y'all just watching from a distance, out the window, uh, social media, and then we'll follow back up in 30 days. Or what did say, 14 days for symptoms? We'll follow back up in 14 days to see, um, you know, the progress. But um, moving right along, uh, what's the one thing you miss the most since you've been in quarantine? For me, I definitely miss traveling. I won't lie. Um, I miss airports. I miss hotels. I miss restaurants. Uh, I can't wait for the world to open back up so I can get a few more stamps on my passport. Um, It's April, or it's the end of April. By now, I probably would have left the country at least once, maybe twice. Uh, Been on airplanes (laughs) dozens of times, and I have not done any of that. So um, the second the world opens back up, I am booking a flight. I don't know where I'm going to go. Maybe I'll do a second trip to Dubai. Um, but in the meantime, y'all check on your strong friend because I'm struggling. Your girl is struggling. Uh, moving right along, throughout the show, we have a few segments that I like to discuss. This is one of my favorite. Um, this first segment is called Woo Chow. This is a moment for us to dig into some trending topics that are happening in culture and society that forces us to really take a moment to say, woo chow. My first woo chow candidate is, drum roll please, Teddy doing the absolute most Riley. Um, last week, I think it was last week, we're going to say last week, my days are running together. But last week, there was so much hype um, around this baby face versus Teddy Riley face off on Instagram live. Did y'all see it? If you did, chime in. If you didn't, just listen up. It's a good time. And please search it on YouTube because it's very entertaining. Um, So round one was a complete tragedy and uh, unfortunately was canceled due to audio and technical difficulties. We're just going to say audio and technical difficulties. There's a lot more difficulties in that first round. Um, Despite having over 400,000 viewers ready to dance the night away, it was pretty much a classic example of when doing the absolute most backfires. and have you looking crazy. Unfortunately, Teddy Riley was out here looking real crazy on Instagram Live. Come on, Uncle Riley. Like, come on. Come on, Uncle. But anyway... But after scheduling full around two, uh, Babyface and Teddy Riley faced off in a rematch and gave us the battle we have been waiting for. Both legends pull out all of their classic. They, when I say they pulled out all the classics, they pulled out all the classics to prove why they are the legends we know and love them for today, honey. There was still a little bit of technical difficulties this time around, but it didn't stop them as they play hit. After hit, honey, after hit. The battle attracted so many big names as well, including Michelle Obama, Mariah Carey, uh, Tony Braxton, Janet Jackson, and so many others. Um, I will say, like, this was the first time, I'm 29, I don't mind telling people my age. So at 29, Uh, this was the first time I felt like, you know, like that cool aunt So I will say it felt really cool to be in the same space enjoying this moment with so many big name celebrities Um, this time around teddy took his cue from babyface honey and decided that he was gonna fire that hype man That was bouncing in the background and those 62 microphones that he had on his concert stage and just keep it simple play music from his studio and I won't lie it gave me all the life I had been looking for during this entire quarantine y'all your girl danced for two hours I told y'all I felt like that fun aunt with no kids who has that expensive taste and libations you know Mm -hmm. I thoroughly enjoyed myself I'm talking I danced the night away I hope y'all watched it but if y'all didn't please go on YouTube and check it out it's a whole vibe Come on, Babyface and Teddy Riley. Because these are legends. Like, if you compare the two of them as far as uh, their resume, I mean, Babyface has 11 Grammys. Teddy Riley has two. That's all right. But he, he on the board. Going back, Babyface has 10 albums. Teddy Riley has eight. They both have 20 plus hits that were on the top 10 list. And Babyface been in the game for 40 years versus Teddy Riley's 30. So, I mean, got got a 10-year jump on them. But, like, these are some powerhouses when it comes to the music industry. And I just thank them for taking the time, even though it took two nights, I thank them for taking the time to really, like, you know, let us have a good time and forget we was being quarantined for just, you know, even if it was for two hours, I'll take it. It was a good time. Moving right along, uh, my next woo chow is more of a wait a minute. Um, so there's this post that went viral that says, so you moisturizing just to stay at home? This post kind of bothered me, and it really caught me off guard because it posed the question: So y'all really sitting around the house in your ash? Like you just happy being ashy. Fix it, Jesus. Um, are y'all lotion in the crevices during this quarantine? Cause it like, I don't, I don't think I've ever like taken a shower and was able to just put on clothes without putting on some kind of oil on my body. Cause your girl got eczema anyway, but even if I didn't have eczema, I like to think that I would still lather and lotion my body and my crevices when I got a shower. Like, I mean, I'm not doing a full body oil and lather session, you know, but I mean, we definitely are still moisturizing in this season. Yeah, because like I said, eczema do not care about coronavirus or being quarantined. Eczema will show up to the party whether you invite it or not. So I like to be proactive and make sure that eczema, even though they at the party, they're not seen or the 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 you know the voice of the party. <laughs> and on that note, <laughs> those are my woo chats for today. So on a more um, I guess serious note. Today's topic uh, is is called Finding Yourself in Your Sanity During a Storm. Um, and this is really just my encouragement to the millennial mogul, to our listeners who have launched their businesses and in the midst of planning and watering the growth of your dream, you were thrown into this pandemic that forced the momentum of your business to come to a halt. I really just want to encourage you that the prize waiting at the finish line has not changed or moved. Keep that in mind. You've just simply entered into the part of the course that really requires you to tap into those additional hidden talents that you will need to not only overcome the obstacle that is currently in front of you, but once you unlock those skills it really will be the added bonus your resume needed to differentiate you from your competitors. And while everyone arrived to the same race and approached the same starting line as you with the exact same business model and price, because you you approached your storm and you came out with skills, you're now equipped to charge a premium because you have now elevated and enhanced your catalog. I'll tell you all my story that I hope will will truly encourage someone Two years ago, I arrived back into the States, y'all, after a week long workshop in Brazil. Your girl was too tired to do anything. I dropped my luggage at the door and I laid on the floor watching an episode of Golden Girls. And I was literally trying to telepathically tell the shower to turn itself on. That's how tired I was. Halfway through the episode, I was pretty much enlightened with this idea that I wanted to write a TV show and then pitch it to Shonda Rhimes. Why? I couldn't tell you why, but the idea came to me. For those who don't know Shonda Rhimes, she is a television producer, writer, and an author. Um, Some of her shows include uh, Scandal, How to Get Away with Murder, Station 19, um, and Grey's Anatomy, who was just renewed for its seventeenth—I'm gonna say that again—seventeenth season um, on A on ABC. She also published a book called um, Year of Yes, and it's amazing if you haven't read it. But back to my story. Um, later that night, still exhausted, but, like, I was so I was too motivated to even go to sleep. Um, I really, that night, I began writing my pilot episode that I wanted to pitch. After three pages of character dialogue, I made a decision that I wanted it to be written as a book instead. Keep in mind, I have never written anything of this magnitude that was not required as an assignment for a grade i e, I wouldn't write essays unless it was for, you know, high school or college. But as this fictional world that I was creating was beginning to form, I felt like the story that I had written was really good. You know, the meat, the structure of the story was good, but it it wasn't really groundbreaking. Um, In the beginning, it, it felt similar in a sense that I still needed a way to differentiate myself from the stories and shows that I have seen in the past. And then as you would have it, life happened, y'all. Ooh, child! I'm sorry I had a flashback just thinking about it. But I love y'all. I'm transparent. I'll tell you the story. Um, So I went through this abysmal breakup. And and it really forced me to pivot into the woman I am today. Um, While going through a breakup that was so shattering to me, I felt that it was important that the broken pieces that I was shedding became the ammo that elevated or differentiated my story. So I took that hurt, that heartbreak, that self-growth, and I wrote about it. And I just kept writing about it. I wrote so much that it turned into 308 pages and over 100,000 Over 100,000 words, to be exact. Last year, I published that same novel, and in my first six months of being debuted, I sold over 500 copies. I say all that to say that when you are going through a storm and it seems like your character is being tested, your finances are being changed, and your sanity, your sanity is being challenged to the brink of, of almost wanting to give up. Instead of looking down and being consumed and upset by all the things that you were losing, I would I would love to encourage you to bend down, pick up those broken pieces, lay them out on the table and, and begin to assemble them into, into this custom tool that only you will be able to use to succeed. And so honestly, y'all, you know, fast forward into today, during this coronavirus pandemic, because I've embraced and, and really evolved during this journey of writing my book, um, I have extended my resume so much further than just a software engineer or a published author. I am now a website designer, a social media content manager. I have engineered and produced an audiobook, and now I am the host and executive producer of a podcast. Um, So while your plans have been altered during this quarantine, really use this storm to unlock skills that you never knew existed. My second little nugget that I want to encourage our millennials on is that there may be some millennial moguls who have been running at 150% capacity. I relate 150% to each and every one of you. And so you're at this point where you feel like you've kind of fallen into one of these two categories at some point during this quarantine. And that is, the first one is, you know, someone who feels like they need to do more and they need to come out of this quarantine a millionaire. Or that person who has just, they've, they've, they're burnt out and they've really just been searching for a moment of stillness to realign yourself and find your peace and sanity. I think that we all have found ourselves in one of these categories. So whichever category you find yourself currently in, I want to be the first person to tell you it is okay. I promise. It's okay to venture from one end of the totem pole to the other during these uncertain times. Like times really are uncertain. Like we don't know when we're coming out of this. And so I don't want you to be at 150% during this entire quarantine and the quarantine lasts longer than we anticipated. So like I said, whichever category you fall yourself in, like it's okay to one day want to be at 110%. It's okay to just want to be at 0% and turn the world off. Like feel free to use a good portion of this quarantine, you know, to level up your hustle, build your brand, increase your revenue, but then take some of those days where you just need to stop you need to unplug and you just you just have to disconnect. I'm here to tell you, I promise y'all, it's okay. Like really take this time for you. Take this time to find who you truly are. And if the person or the mogul you want to be coming out of this, if you haven't found them yet, take this time to really find them. This may possibly be the one and only moment since we became adults that it's okay not to have a plan. Like put your plan aside and allow your purpose to step in and reveal itself. My my millennial mogul, you've done amazing things up until this point and you will continue to produce amazingness. I am so proud of you. I love you and I can't wait to see what the future holds for you. During this storm, like protect your peace protect your sanity and then find yourself. And then once you come out of this, just be a better person. But you've done so much up until this point. So don't get overwhelmed by the fact that you feel like every day you need to produce something. Some days it's okay not to produce, but to really just center yourself and find your sanity. I love you. I promise y'all I do. All right, moving along. Our last segment, as you know, is called Millennial Crush Mogul or Pound MCM. Um, this is a part of the show where we like to shout out a millennial mogul who is doing amazing things that have a positive impact on our society and culture. Our first, our first Millennial Crush Mogul goes to Drake, rapper Drake. Um, Drake is one of the biggest artists in the world, and his music has touched fans around the globe. There's a a virtual video of the Masaka kids absolutely killing Champagne Poppy's Tootsie Slide. Now, if you don't know who Champagne Poppy is, that is actually Drake's Instagram name, Champagne Poppy. And so there is a virtual video of the Masaka kids apparently killing um, Drake's new song, Tootsie Slide. And their dance moves touched the hearts of so many people that people have been donating money um, to their cause. The Masaka Kids dance group is composed of orphan children from Uganda who kill every single dance move they put up. Y'all, yeah, they really do be getting off. Like, if you don't follow it on my Instagram. Please do. They got moves. Um, the group's Tootsie Side video quickly blew up and even caught the attention of Drake, who reposted the video on his Instagram story founder of the organization, Suna Hassan, tells TMZ the children wanted to do the challenge because they love the song and they hope Drake would notice them. Since then, the Masaka Kids Africa account has reportedly gained over 120,000 Instagram followers and the organization has, has received hundreds of dollars in donations. That is so freaking dope. So big shout outs to uh, Drake for creating a song that is really helping to bring joy and resources to um, those in need. So Millennial Crush mogul goes to Mr. Drake. I love it. Uh, My last uh, Millennial Crush mogul goes to Spectacular Smith. Um, I wanted to have some uh, music theme moguls today. Uh, spectacular smith is a member of pretty ricky i'm sure many of my millennial moguls know exactly who spectacular is but for those who do not know um if you are familiar with the millennium tour last year he was the one with the dreads on stage and the towel but not the one that sing that's the best way i can describe him but In regards to Mr. Spectacular Smith, um, while off the Millennium Tour 2020 during the coronavirus pandemic, Spectacular hasn't slowed down a bit with building his empire. In an op-ed published in Mirror Review, Spectacular Smith has been honored Innovator of the Year by Black Enterprise. Established in 2014, Advisor that helps personality brands and companies go viral while turning followers into revenue, increasing their net worth, is a dominant social media company that has spent thousands of hours learning how to take a brand from zero to millions effectively while monetizing their followers into millions of dollars in revenue. Adwiser also offers a do-it-yourself option with the launch of its sister company, Spectacular Academy, an online business school that was founded by none other than Mr. Spectacular Smith himself to give African-Americans and minorities the necessary tools to build generational wealth and financial freedom by teaching proven methods on making passive income from social media as a social media entrepreneur without having to waste time on services and techniques that don't work the mogul spectacular smith has mentored thousands y'all thousands of small business owners while in quarantine this is simply amazing um big shouts out to our millennial crush mogul this week mr drake and spectacular smith i'm so proud of y'all Like, please keep doing amazing things. This one really blessed me. Like, Spectacular is out here from the comfort of... his his own home, helping small businesses everywhere. It's so amazing. All right. Well, guys... Thank you guys so much for joining me today. Like, I always just have fun with y'all kicking it and, and doing whatever. But um, thank y'all for joining this episode of Millennium Moguls on the Move podcast. To our listeners, please follow us on Instagram at Millennial Moguls on the Move or on Facebook and Twitter at M Moguls Podcast. That's M Moguls Podcast. Again, I am your host, Shireen Hemingway. Be safe. Wash your hands. Don't go outside. And I can't wait to chat with y'all next week. Bye.